0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. Joel, I'm quite cold, but otherwise quite good. (laughs) Mm, I'm actually... This room's normally cold, but since we've cleaned it out, it's not... You've been blessed. It's a gift. Yeah. I mean, I do have a cold. That's that's not not great. That's
1: not fun. No. Zero fun.
0: So I apologize. I apologize for my like nasally, like sickly tones I mean, that I'm bringing to a, the table. At a certain
1: point, like when we're doing our episodes in winter, it's a given that at least one of us, if not both of us, will have that. It's just gonna happen. Yeah, it's just gonna happen.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Especially, and the um, sucks is winter's when everything happens. So, oh yeah, God, yeah, and it's not not even when everything happens, but everything happens at like three a.m. Yeah. And we're like, you know, staying up to watch it, which we're getting up, we're I don't getting know if up I'll early.
1: Be... Like I'll be getting up early, not staying up late.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I think I might be this year as well. I mean, it's Nintendo, Nintendo, it I'll on... stay up
1: late for, but the rest of them, like, I'll just get up early and just catch up at like six in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to go. Cause I've had some, I've had a bit of news. Um, I've only told a few people this actually, you know, since it happened. And it's still sort of in the process of happening, but um I've been offered a casual position at the uh, childcare service that I've been doing my placement at. Congratulations. So thank you. Yeah, I'm. I so I'm gonna haven't finished my course. yet. I'm almost finished my course, but like um I've already got a job in it. So um which is pretty good. And uh but yeah, obviously that'll be like a lot more uh earlier mornings working. Um, yeah, you know,
1: I'm, I'm hoping most of the interesting E3 stuff happens because it starts on a Saturday evening, I think. I'm hoping the good stuff is early mm-hmm. and not, you yep. know, on the Monday, Tuesday parts. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, if, it's, yeah. You know, if it's good at all, it might suck and I might need, not need to watch any of it.
0: I don't know. I've got a feeling this year is going to be pretty interesting. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Interesting. I, I, think I think refuse to get my to hopes use, up. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, apart from that, though, Kyren, what else have you been... What have you been doing? What's been going on? I mean, on? well, unfortunately, my
1: holidays are over, so I've been I've returned oh, to the dude. grind of work,
0: which is fine because
1: yeah. it, it it is the torture that I endure to f- just f- spend money recklessly on video games. Some of yeah, them, which some of which I enough. even play, I bet, like you know, some of them, not all of them, but some of them. No, <laughs> but like no. honestly, really not much besides that. Just sort of getting back into the swing of leaving the house to go somewhere and do work rather than just like enjoying myself and being happy and relaxing it's definitely a a cruel change after three weeks off but yeah apart from that just playing games and not a great deal else right now
0: how about how about yourself not much not much going on here um just work Work and work and and then good old work work (laughs) Well, work and placement, but I've I've sort of started falling into the 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 um the trap of like calling placement work already. I mean, it will become work, Um, so I mean, that's what I mean. By this time next week, it could be. You may as well normalize it now. Exactly. I've just sort of like you know I've like really like settled into that where I'm like ah I got work tomorrow. Oh wait, no, it's placement, but it's just work for free. Um, basically at this stage. And, uh, which is great. I'm enjoying it, but yeah, apart from that, not a whole lot. I'm trying to think anything exciting. I, in terms of what I've been watching, there's just been bits and pieces here and there. Um, I did start watching solar opposites, that like Justin Roiland show I tr- on Star. I definitely
1: watched the first oh, episode of Peter that Ross. and I wasn't immediately hooked. I need to go back to it still.
0: Yeah. It's fun. Like I, I got home from work and I was, I was, I was about to eat some, like something to eat. I had something to eat for dinner. It was like eleven thirty at night or whatever. And I was like, I just wanna watch something and I'd just seen Justin Roiland on the kinda funny podcast. I'm like and he mentioned solo opposites and I'm like, ah, f- fuck it, I'll put that on. And I watched three episodes and I was like, This is pretty fun. Like it got it there's a couple of lines that got like an audible laugh out of me as well. Like I enjoyed the whole thing, I thought it was funny, but there were a couple of times where it, it really really made me laugh and I was like, Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> um but apart from that, today there's a trailer for Dear Evan Hansen got released. Um, so the 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 music theatre nerd in me is um very excited by that. Um it's a like a Broadway musical that is now being adapted into a movie musical. Um it's and yeah, the musicals by um Pasek and Paul, which you probably hear that name. Most people hear that name, those names and go, I don't know who they are. But you would be familiar with their work because they are the composers and songwriters behind La La Land and The Greatest Showman, um, among a few other things as well. So, um, and their music is just, their songs are amazing. And I've only listened to two songs from Dear Evan Hansen and both of them make me cry already. So I can't wait to go to the movies and um, and have a big old cry sesh uh, watching, a, uh, watching a movie musical again. So if you're interested in musicals, if you're interested in musicals, you know that trailer's out there already, and you've watched it four times. But, um, but yeah, if you if you sort of casually like musicals, I think that one might be might be one to keep an eye on. Um, the titular Evan Hansen is being played by uh, Ben Platt, who played him on Broadway as well in like the original cast. Um, and yeah, he's been in like I think he's in Pitch Perfect and stuff like that. Um, he's great. He's fucking talented and yeah it's very exact nice very very excited for that look
1: I'm, I'm I'm partial to musicals myself so I may check it out when it comes out
0: Yeah yeah it is don't get me wrong like I I like I said I haven't listened to much of it but like it is going to be fucking sad cuz I know what the story is about um the basic headline is it's, it's like a boy who in high school who's I I, he, I think he has some like anxiety or some sort of like, uh, disorder that he sort of struggles to make friends and is feeling like he just wants to belong and sort of thing, um, and his therapist starts getting him to write letters to himself about you know just letters to himself, uh, and he starts doing it as a writing prox- uh, pr- uh, practice and he prints one out and this boy at school takes it. Um, long story short, that boy then takes his own life that night. Um, and his parents find the letter and they think that it was like their son's last words was a letter to this this boy that uh he didn't really know that well at all um and then yeah from there is things that uh ensue and it's sort of it's it's modernized It's all touches on things like social media and, and and things like that um but yeah like i said it's fucking heavy and it's gonna make you absolutely cry and i'm very excited to go sit in the cinema and just not be able to see the screen through <laughs> well welling of tears but anyway.
1: well i mean on the opposite right. end of the spectrum completely opposite the only thing on what i've been watching recently is i started the final season of castlevania
0: which is Ooh. nothing like what you just described so <laughs> no but it feels like it's more aptly like related to the podcast so and not sure. just me rambling about musical theatre I Man, This is, this is and the and anything
1: minutes. goes part of a show. We haven't even, we're not yeah, even right. in the video game section
0: yet. Like we, anything can be said here. I'm just making up for my lack of like playing new things in this last couple of weeks. So this is where I get to talk about things that I've done.
1: Um, yeah. But yeah, so Castlevania, I haven't finished it yet. Still got to think two episodes to go. Um, but yeah, this, this show, man, like it's so good. It's better, it's better than we deserve. It's better than Konami deserve considering they just will not give us Castlevania games. And then here comes this Netflix show. It's just like pretty solid, probably the best video game adaptation I've seen outside of, you know, the Ace Attorney movie. Uh, Mm. granted that's because it's like, Hey, here's the framework of Castlevania. Now here's the story we're telling. And that's just really cool. It's not, you know, not all, highs like there are definitely lows throughout each of the seasons and like even this season starts a bit slow but um it's doing a really good job of wrapping up a lot of the character threads and i'm really excited for the climax because the trailer teased death and i just want to see death I just want to see him so it seems like he's coming up i guess really soon but like that's all i really been watching at the moment
0: cool beans well in that case i think it's time uh once we've got the anything goes part of the, show, anything of the show <laughs> out the Anything Goes part. Do I need to make a bumper for that? Sure, why not? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> we'll just put in. We'll just put in like a like like a two second sample of Anything Goes from the musical sure, Anything Goes. Like, why it. am I talking about musicals so much? Because musicals this episode? are good, man. Like, hey, we, they are good. We need more good musical we games. It's waiting on that. Um,
1: yeah. Crap. I think I'm blanking on his name. Chorus? course.
0: Yes. Yes, I got an update about that the other day because I backed Ooh, that on Fig. So, can't wait for that um, game. It's gonna be good. Yeah, very excited. It's gonna be ages away. Oh yeah, but, but yeah, still, gonna be good. Can't wait. They've just apparently they've just had like a massive redesign. So I was like, ah, oh, it's gonna take a while. But let, I will play that when it comes let out. It cook. Hundred percent. Do it right. Do it and do it right. Um, but yes, with that anything goes part of the show out of the way. I think it's time we moved into the quest log. Mission
1: completed. Quest log.
0: I'd like to say that that little breathy, uh, uh, husky moment there was intentional, but it was just my voice blowing out for a second there. Joel, I didn't um, notice
1: until you mentioned it. So there you go. You, you, you vi- solved I noticed. Out. You
0: did this to yourself. I noticed. I'm too self conscious about <laughs> it. Uh, anyway, the uh, the quest log is, of course, what we've been playing segment of the show where we bring back what we've been playing. Um, and our thoughts on those games. Um, I might jump in and just say what I've been doing this week. <laughs> Last week I played Monster Hunter and that's it. Like, I, I was doing other things. Like I had other shit that I needed <laughs> I to I was going to say, you, you didn't spend the entire week just playing Monster Hunter. I did do a lot of Monster <laughs> Hunter though. I did hunt a lot of monsters. Hey um, man, those monsters had it I, coming, right? I, yeah, and also I probably should have been doing other things while I was hunting monsters. But, alas... Um, yeah, I played a whole bunch of Monster Hunter, but over the weekend I, because I sort of burnt myself out a bit on Monster Hunter, I'm like, I'm going to put this down. I'll come back to this in like a week or so's time. Um, but I picked up Nier again, Nier Replicant, and I have got to a part of the game where I'm like, oh, I'm in, like, I'm back in. It hooks me back in. You, me back you in sent now. me a picture, and like, once you sent me that picture, I was like,
1: yep, that is the exact moment where I was just like hello this is a video game i'm interested in the main difference being that you spent the time doing more side quests than i did so yeah i
0: think my play counts at about 13 hours at the moment yeah so Um, you've you've done you've done a lot of
1: your homework but i'll have to go back and redo which i'm not excited about (laughs) but um
0: it felt like it felt like a a, such a relief i looked at my like quest log and i was like oh my quest log i looked at like yeah how many active quests i had and it was none and i'm like fuck yeah this is great let's go let's go talk to devil uh, to popolo and let's move this shit along um but yeah no that they sort of hinted at that part that you like the, the picture that i sent you they sort of hinted that a few times through the at, at various points during the story you know it, yeah i'd heard that was one of the things that happens and i was like huh but like it's it's more so what's contained within oh, that segment it,
1: there's some funny stuff in there man
0: i i there's some funny stuff and there's also some stuff where it's like i what uh yeah uh, that all, all that i can say real is real like, yoko T- T- bloody weight, mate. <laughs> yeah it was like it's that real like yoko taro and coming through that self-awareness coming through and i was like this is what i'm here for <laughs> this is what i'm here for um so yeah i'm looking forward to that i feel like i'm getting i think i'm pretty close to hitting the the, the end of part one um I've got all my weapons I'm all set like I'm I'm, I think I'm pretty safe to move on I do have like a spare save file though so I'm gonna I'm just I'm I'm like alternating saves just to be safe so I can go back if I do need to but I don't yeah I I wish I'd done that
1: but I'm an idiot so I didn't
0: (laughs) it's fine I think the point that you're supposed to do it is like towards the end of the game so you can do like I think at the end of ending B like towards the end of that and then so you can go back and do C and D, I think, pretty easily that way. I saw someone mention something about that, and I'm like, okay, that might, instead of like playing through the whole game again. But I don't know if that works, or if that's a legitimate thing. I'll we'll have to find out. But um, yeah, I'm sort of back in on that at the moment, especially because I couldn't afford to get Mass Effect Legendary Edition last week. So
1: yeah, well, um, the reason I sort of fell off was not, I mean, I think similar to how you were with Monster Hunter, I played a lot of it over my holidays, and I kind of burnt myself out on it, but also I hit a mm. certain point. I was like, okay, I think, I, I think I'm think i ready to go. I can do some side quests, and I hit a certain point. And I mean, I checked my side quests, and so I'm like, oh, they're gone. Oh, no. Well, I'm going to shelf this for a second.
0: Yeah, that's what I'd heard that had happened to some people, and I was like, I'm going to... That's why I sort of like... I did the work. <laughs> I used guides when, for some of when it. When I and... go
1: back, I am playing this game with a walkthrough. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and like, yeah, there might be some side quests that I, I have missed. I don't know, but as far as I can tell, no one else. I need to go back and maybe look around. Facade. I don't know. Anyway, it's I. Yeah, it's really good. Um, the the part that I did last night before I went to bed was not the best thing to do just before I went to bed. Um, for someone like me, but the uh the homage and and what it was like tipping its hat to was very cool and done very well, I think. Um right down to not being able to run or dash. And yeah. It's it's cool. It's hard to talk about without spoiling things. In it. And it is and it, this is it definitely took a second yeah. for it
1: to literally click and I was like, wait, is this referencing what I think it is? It is. It definitely is. Um it was very cool. Yeah. And there's there was there's another one coming up another one of those moments coming up later that was also very mm. cool. It's just yeah it's a it's a it's, cool game. Yeah. It's just yeah, it, it it asks a lot of you, and that's I will get I will go back to it. I will do it for you, Yaku Taro. But it seems like this game has done quite well despite your lack of belief in it. Um, yep.
0: Yeah, it's just gonna take me a bit. Even if it was, a, even if it was only like one week, it was at the top of Batman? the PlayStation charts. So that's the weeks.
1: The first weeks the most important one, right? If you very exactly. rarely, if you don't hit on the first week, will you find yourself up there later without big updates? So.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, and well. this is a game that's not going to get big update. No, updates, I assume so... this
1: game is basically done now.
0: Like what it is is what it it's is. It's done. And... Yeah. Um. And the same and yeah. say, apart I from that, back in the
1: Gestalt stuff, and like put in Papaneer.
0: Maybe. Maybe that actually is probably not out of the realm of possibility either. But, um. Yeah. Apart from that, I've not been playing anything else. I just haven't either. Hadn't had time or hadn't had money to go and get anything else or anything like that so i'm i'm very much you know dropping the ball when it comes to the quest log segment of the show at the moment well, aren't you so, just
1: lucky that a big game came out that i played and finished but
0: um it's time for me to sit back and 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 re- well, uh, re- you, let you regale me of tales first of all joel tales i'm gonna let village. you pick your poison i got two mm-hmm. games i'm gonna talk
1: about right i can talk about the game that scared me the most or the game that scared me the least which
0: one should i start with Oh, I'm interested. I'm interested now because I actually, I don't know what the other <laughs> game is that you've brought to the table. and I think it'll make sense once uh, you hear it.
1: But um, hey, yeah, like I'm going gonna,
0: I'm gonna to give you the chance to,
1: to sort of pick which one I start let's, with. Let's go with Schedule the Most first, I reckon. Oh, John, so glad you said that. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. one of the games I've been playing, I haven't finished. It came out very recently uh i i made sure to start to start it after i finished resident evil village and that is subnautica below zero. Oh, of course it's it's right. out in full now on um on consoles and you'll notice i said it's gaming for most because it does because the ocean's awful yep so we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna we're yep. gonna step in we're gonna wait and enjoy a little bit of fossilophobia here um cool subnautica below zero is so far very good i'm only a few hours in A few things I definitely have noticed compared to the other one is obviously running it on PS5 is a vast improvement of how the original Subnautica ran on PS4, which is good. Right, Um, yep. It makes very light use of the triggers, just like little clicks here and there when you're like flicking on lights and stuff, which is neat. Uh, The biggest change that I've noticed is, I mean, Subnautica definitely had a story. It was more sort of like you, you, you knew what you were doing. You got dropped on this world. You're like, this is my goal. And then you sort of, you had lore that you discovered. But this one actually has a story. It's very front-loaded. You play as Robin, I believe her name is, who's coming to this planet. I forget, it's 445B or something like that. You're coming to this planet to find your sister. And yeah, like voice acting, cutscenes, all the the money's been spent here on this one. And that was definitely the biggest change, I think, versus Subnautica, where you have a little introductory cutscene. Where you, your ship crashes and you basically eject off into the ocean but yeah this one definitely has a bit more going into it there's a couple of characters that I've encountered so far which is neat but it definitely caught me off guard like i know the trailers had hinted at a story but i, mm. I wasn't i was i wasn't prepared for it to sort of be this um front loaded which took some getting used to uh but apart from that like basically a lot of what i loved about subnautica is front and center here the map is smaller which, I mean, isn't maybe not a bad thing, but I don't know. I think the only reason I'm not super keen on it is because whilst the map is smaller than the original Subnautica map, they have also dedicated, like, there's pretty large chunks to, like, the northwest and I think a couple of islands that just sort of have a bigger focus of the on-land stuff.
0: Right. Which
1: yep. it shouldn't be a surprise to hear is not what I come to Subnautica for. <laughs> well,
0: that's it. But that's also what they seem to have, like... Really lent into a lot with, again, with the promotional stuff as well. It's like
1: we can go on land now. Like, yeah, oh, and it's, okay. It's it's sort of where it loses a bit of steam. Like beyond, you have they've added in like a little hover bike called the Snow Fox to make getting around on land quicker, which is great. But because before you get that, it's just sort of annoying. It's just annoying, really, just running along. And um, the hook being that hey, uh, you know, you're you're in the, the frosty glaciers and stuff so if you're out of a water uh it's cold and your temperature which is a new mechanic like you didn't really like there was parts in subnautica where it's like oh that's too hot you're getting burned but it was pretty mm. rudimentary and basic whereas in this one it's like hey if you're out of a water your temp is dropping uh you can take shelter in caves or next to like there's a like, heat lamp plants that'll warm you back up uh, but anytime you're out in the elements you will be taking temperature damage and if that gets low enough you will just freeze and die which is you know again it's fine it's just eventually you kind of get over it you're like okay i'm just gonna deal with this i guess like i've i found the recipe for like a cold suit but i will ho- i'm hoping will negate that a bit but um getting it is a bit tedious so i've been putting it off
0: yeah okay uh,
1: but yeah so the land stuff is kind of a bummer unfortunately but the re- the rest of it all the other subnautica stuff is just as good as ever base building still fun we have added in a bunch more like additional sort of little bits and pieces you can add to your base uh for example there's like three or four different beds so far which are again it's a small thing but it's nice there's a jukebox which it it cool. plays one song initially but um you can find more as you explore i found a song actually from um miracle of sound which is great because i follow those guys on spotify and i i know they like they frequently do video game inspired songs which is neat
0: right um, so finding
1: them finding their subnautica one in here was a cool surprise so that was neat uh, and you can like, so you build your jukebox and that plays in that room and then you can set up little speakers on the walls where you want the song to play throughout your bass, which is really neat.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So you have like your own like Google, like assistant. Yeah, basically. And speak like Google Nest speakers around the place. Yeah. And such
1: a small feature. But when you're outside of a bass and your music's playing, you can hear it very quietly, like sort of muffled. It's, it's
0: very cool. It's
1: like a beacon. Yeah. Um... A few other changes, uh, the Seamoth, which was the little submersible device in the first one, and the Cyclops are both out. Cyclops was the massive submarine, which was huge, way too big for that game, considering it's single player. It really did yeah. feel like it was built for like a four player team to run. But yeah, right. gone is what that is. And instead we've got the Sea Truck, which is sort of, it fills a similar role where when you initially make the Sea Truck, it's just a little small submarine. But what makes it different is it's actually modular and you can attach things to it. So um, I've got like a little sleeper cabin attachment. I've got an aquarium one that will sort of catch fish as I go along. An attachment to put my prawn mobile suit, which is like a suit of armor that you can sort of use to um, drill resources and stuff. And that's neat because it it gives you access to what essentially is a mobile base, which is very cool. That's awesome. Um, But yeah, apart from that, yeah, the rest of it, man, the ocean is just... I don't care if this is an alien world, the ocean sucks, man. And there are still moments where you're like, I'm safe in the shallows, but as I start getting out further and I see like, there's like crocodiles, like alien crocodiles, there's like squid sharks and man, and it's like sometimes you're just like cruising along you're like, um, I'm I'm happy, I've got my lights on, I can't see what's happening in front of me because it's pitch black. Uh, And you'll just hear a sound, you're like, what was that? I want nothing to do with it. (laughs) No,
0: uh, hold that thought. I, <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned. I did. I I did spend a night playing a little bit of the original Subnautica when it got when it dropped on the um play at yeah, home yeah play at home thing yeah downloads. Um, so I did. I played a couple of hours of it. I should go back to it. It's um, yeah, it was kind of cool. I I did enjoy it. It it was that that thing though, like when you start like a survival game, and you're so like. You just got to figure everything out. I'm like... Oh.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And... Okay,
0: all right, here we go. And yeah, and this, that, that was a bit frustrating, but... The
1: start of our game definitely is much more brutal than this. Like, I... A lot of what makes this game easy to get into, I think, is having played Subnautica. But even beyond that, again, because the map's a bit smaller, uh, you have more... They added in a tool to... um. So, I mean, I know, it, again, in Subnautica, you can build, like, a scanning room, which is basically a room on your base that you can... it'll. Show a little map of the area, its radius, and you can like pick a specific thing to focus on, and it'll mark it on the map for you, Um, which is still in below zero. But they actually added a little handheld device where you can sort of pick what you want to scan. So, say you want copper ore, you can change it to copper ore, and it'll sort of like when you get close to it, it'll give you like a little green dot to track it. And it honestly, as much as I love Subnautica, like I'm I'm I'll be happy to say that like the side of that game is slow as you like figure out. Where all the um bits and pe- all the minerals and the bits and pieces are, what you need to do to like eat and drink
0: and all that, and and also that testing testing the limits of how far you can actually go yeah. before you need to return. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah and
1: yeah a lot of that just feels. I think it's just um just lots of quality of life changes sort of make this game in a lot of ways. If you like Subnautica but maybe feel a bit overwhelmed by it, it might be a better one to look at. Uh, it's just again the only the only issues I'm really going to have with it, I feel, is as much as I'm loving it, like, I just love how big the ocean is in Subnautica, and I just am not mm. getting the same vibe from this, though it is equally as unsettling and terrifying.
0: <laughs> would you would you recommend, like, someone, if they haven't played the original Subnautica, that this would be a good... I guess that's what you've been saying, but, like... I think so. Would you say this is a good jumping-off point? I, I yeah. do
1: think so. Uh, again, just because it's it feels like a tighter experience that... Have, I think having the guided narrative might also help as well. I mean, it, it right. doesn't hold your hand the entire way. Is Like once, even when you hit a story point and it's just like, cool, you need to go roughly to this area. And then that's when you sort of figure out where to go next. And it's still like the ocean, even not smaller, is packed full of little cool little secrets to find and all that. And the new biomes definitely are refreshing after spending like, I think mm. I spent 20 or 30 hours in Subnautica. And I, I, I didn't think they just recycle the stuff that they had in that game for this one, but I was happy to see that a lot of it's pretty much new which is very cool. neat. And That's really cool. Yeah. Yep. I, I do think if if you if maybe you tried Subnautica and maybe were overwhelmed but interested, maybe look into some reviews for Below Zero. Because, yeah, I do think it, do, it does have some of the... You will have to spend some time learning it, but I think it's a bit easier to get into just because of how, again, scaled down a lot of the things are. And, again, just quality of life changes that have smoothed the experience out a little bit. Right. Cool. killer soundtrack as well like i was listening to the soundtrack and i'm like why does this sound familiar and i was on twitter the other day and the guy that did the soundtrack where is it uh ben ben pronti is his name he was like here's a list of things inspired this soundtrack um over the last two years and sure enough the third tweet was just like he tweeted possibly the second biggest inspiration was another series about exploring an alien world Super Metroid was the biggest influence with its unusually cinematic style for the time. But Metroid 2 with its bizarre, creepy sound palette also contributed. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I hear it. I hear it now. That's exactly what it is. Um, And then maybe Miss Metroid again, but the soundtrack is very good. It's on Spotify. So is the first one, but I think I actually think I might like the second one more, but yeah.
0: Cool. I shouldn't say
1: second one because it's not Subnautica 2. It's more of a 1.5. It's like a standalone expansion as opposed to a sequel which they haven't ruled out unknown worlds. I think is working on something else at the moment, but they basically admitted it's inevitable before that. You know that they come back for a Subnautica 2. and now when they do it, I think they're looking at, at attempting multiplayer, which is very exciting.
0: Oh, that seems like the next natural it step does. for this, it really right? Does. Yeah, yeah.
1: Building a base of friends That's... in the ocean that that sounds like a good time. Actually, being able to use the Cyclops probably properly is enticing.
0: Yeah. Cool stuff. So onto
1: the game that scared right. me less than that <laughs> is uh, mm. Resident Evil Village, which I yes. spoke at length about the demo a couple in our last episode. Um, And before full game is out, I it took me a bit longer just because I kept getting delayed by numerous factors, but I finally finished it on the weekend and it's good. I'm very happy. Definitely, I side with a lot of people who were, who see the game as, like, it peaks early and then sort of starts right. to peter off. But um, overall, I'm happy. Very happy that Capcom focused a lot of their promotional stuff on the castle, which is honestly, like, the first, o- the opening couple of hours of the game. And then okay. it completely after that, it's just like, I was like, I don't know what's next. This is all new. And that's
0: pretty exciting. That's neat. Um. Okay, so here's the thing. Yep. <laughs> I'm probably not going to play this, right? I think yeah, Let's... I think you should, but go on. I I know, I know. But I feel like just so that you can talk about it properly, I'm I'm more than happy for you to like at some point go spoilerific if you if you want to, and we can we can include that in the show notes as well. Um but that's completely up to you. But I'm just saying like don't worry about me if you want to talk <laughs> about stuff. I mean, I already I was talking with our friend Ben over the weekend. I caught up with him, and he was telling me some stuff about it. And I was like, "That's neat. That's pretty cool." So I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy to, to to jump into that. But
1: the thing is, if if I was to go spoiler, like it's so it's hard, right? Because I think a lot of the things that you want to talk about with this game, like this game, I keep thinking it's got a pretty crazy story for a Resident Evil game. And then I keep remembering that Resident Evil games generally have pretty insane stories.
0: Yeah, yeah there's pretty batshit crazy like, stuff that's going on. This yeah. game
1: does some crazy stuff, especially with its characters towards the end. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I don't know if I should say if I liked the story, but I was entertained throughout.
0: <laughs> I think that's still like, yeah, that's still a victory. I think for for them. I think that, that's that's. Being entertained a game is supposed to be entertaining. Exactly, and, right? And like I didn't also cool, like I didn't hit credits and then go, well, wow, that was crap. I was like, Well, look, yeah. the story
1: it had it had me it had my attention the entire time. Regard like it wasn't it wasn't the Monster Hunter movie. Like it, no, well, no. <laughs> yeah. it was not the Monster Hunter movie. Um But yeah, so um, I don't know, how do you wanna how do you wanna throw this discussion? Because I I've talked a lot about like in the demo I talked about the village section, which is the opening of this game. I didn't really talk about the castle yeah. demo because by the time that came out, I was like, well, we may as well wait for the, the full episode. Now. The actual full, the full game, game, yeah. Um, yep. Which, that castle part, definitely still my favorite part of that entire game, I think. And mm-hmm. just the thing that strikes me most about Resident Evil Village is it really does feel like they threw a bit of everything into it. And it, it right. does feel like, uh, you know, it's Resident Evil's 25th anniversary of this year. This game sort of feels like the perfect celebration of that.
0: That's really neat. That's that's really cool, actually. Yeah. Like, because yeah, the because Resident Evil have had, has had so many like incarnations of how. Oh of yeah. Like it, what what Resident Evil is, and and what do people have different ideas of what Resident Evil is? There's like essentially
1: that. three active strains of Resident Evil, right? You've got mm-hmm. you've got these two first person games. You've got seven and eight. You've got the over the shoulder action, like um i guess that's revelations now at this point and i mean they don't do it anymore but they also had the fixed camera ones with resident evil one and zero and the original two and three the two and three remakes are like this weird gray area where they feel Mm. like they are over the shoulder and they definitely have action but they still lean well two does three is straight up action and that's fine you know the original the original nemesis was an action horror game as well but two despite getting sort of actiony towards the end, is very scary at the start of that game. Very
0: tense, which yeah. is good. And it's it, it sort of makes you wonder, like, if if those games were the way they were back then because it was just hardware and technical limitations that they had. And that's that's what they had to work with. So that's how they made those games. I'm sure it has a factor to play in it. But yeah, it's interesting to think about that when you see them well, 2 especially, this is the, probably the best. Um, God, Resident Evil 2 remake is so good. Like, I know yeah, it has a lot it. of things.
1: Like, I know there's the age-old the age discussion of, like, um, you know, second, first and second runs and how they're not different enough, which I get it. I do. And I do mm. wish they'd, they'd put the work in there. But I really, as far as remakes go, it's hard to fault that first run as either Claire or Leon. Just, wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, But yeah, back to Village. (laughs) To go back to Village, Uh, the most recent one. um, I think I liked that I didn't know much about, because I know, you know, so it's based around the Four Lords. You play as Even Winters. You go to this village to save your daughter, Rose, who has been taken by Chris Redfield. And I I like how a lot of the trailers painted the story. And then I found myself surprised at the end when I was like, oh, a lot of those points I thought it was going to hit, it didn't hit. Which is it was just a pleasant surprise. And I think obviously yeah. it was done intentionally on Capcom's behalf. Uh like a lot of the marketing focus. Like, granted, I think the internet sort of <laughs> not really forced Capcom's hand, but gave him an easy out with their obsession over Lady D. Yeah. Lady Delicescu. Yeah. So um Capcom clues something like, sweet, we can just market with her. And we don't have to show, you know, like Heisenberg or you know, um, Donna and Orgy and all those other lords, so they can be a surprise in the full game. And yep. boy, <laughs> once I, yeah, like I said, once I finished the castle, I was like, cool, well, you know, what's next? And just heading into that dollhouse was truly awful. Yep. It, it did sort of feel. I don't want to, it's not fair to say discount PT, but. Parts of it were definitely, I was like, you this does feel a bit like an Amasha PT. Not as scary. Right. And a lot of the stuff that I was doing in that section, I'm like, amnesia prepared me for this. Like, they're like, hey, we are taking we've taken your guns away. I'm like, cool, running and hiding. I'm actually good at that. <laughs> I got good at this. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. But as far as like I- the atmosphere goes in that entire section, it was it was A plus. Atmosphere was incredible there. And I was definitely uncomfortable. But I think the castle was the scariest just because. Lady D, as pus- as a pursuer, she was just aggressive enough, I think. Like, so many times I'd be like, cool, I've got my path etched out. I'll go here, I'll go here, I'll go here. And just so many times I'm like, on my way, open the door, and she's right there. I'm like, cool, turning around. <laughs> <Right> away. <laughs> she's away. I can hear her yelling and clawing behind me. I want nothing to do with this.
0: <laughs> it kind of feels like a little bit like uh, Alien Isolation. Like, yeah. I- it was like, I, I guess that the AI probably was... Um, yeah, Because, you know, the Alien Isolation, when it released, like, that AI was fucking terrifying. I, and
1: it- no, no AI, I think, has come close. Like, Lady D's good, but she has patrol paths, and that alien in Alien Isolation is yep. so stressful. That mm-hmm. game, and that's why, as much as I love what that game is, it's too long. Because I shouldn't, like, for 15 yeah. hours, like, to be hiding from that alien, no, nope. my heart can't take it. Like, that is too much. Nope. There's too much scares.
0: You... There's not enough reprieve in there. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, there's not. That's like, cool. <laughs> it's too much. It is just straight up all the way. It is yeah. all
1: horror all the time, and you get no yeah. moments of happiness. The only moments of happiness you get is when you save and quit. You're like, Ugh, it's over for tonight. I did it. That
0: that literally sounds like my worst nightmare,
1: man. Like, <laughs> that
0: sounds just awful to me. Yeah, like, like it...
1: even, even in stuff like Amnesia, like, there are parts where it lays it on thick, but there's also mm. points where you're like, oh god i'm out yeah oh okay uh, but yeah you never you, you don't get that in isolation yeah. isolation is just if it's not the alien it's the cyborgs or it's two aliens uh, or it's like no nah, it's not nah, relentless but still very good game to at least like maybe play a few hours of and be like this is the best alien anything we've gotten in a long time so you know you yeah, enjoy for that yeah. it's very authentic yep but um Yeah, so anyway, back to Village again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. I keep throwing in here, like, sidetracking you with, like, other horror things. What can I say? Like, horror is great. Even
1: if it's also... Even though uh, every time I'm playing a horror game, I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, That's that's my thoughts as well when you guys are playing them. I'm like, why? 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 Why am I doing this? Like, why am I putting suffering on myself? But then, you know, you get through the scary part and it's just that relief, man. That release of just, like... I did it. I survived.
0: I think there's a thing, like I have you know, I was mentioning at the, the top of the show about like wanting to go to the cinemas and see a music, movie musical that's gonna make me fucking just bore my eyes out. I think that's my version of that. <laughs> like where I was like you come out, and you're just like, Oh, okay, like I'm like I'm my eyes I can barely see out of because they're so red and puffy, but I feel better. I'm like, it's a nice release. Um, whereas you was just like, I'm going to shut myself in and close all the curtains yeah. and play at night and fucking am, scare the shit out of myself. I'm so
1: stressed out right now. I hate this. it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> over, I did it. I lived. I lived. Yeah. And
0: yeah.
1: yeah, without, without getting too spoilery, what I will say is like, once you survive the first two zones of village, it's not really scary after that. Like it,
0: that, like, that's what I heard.
1: It's like there's moments, like when you, the, the very last area the factory has moments of, of like horror, but it's not the sort of horror I'm really scared by. And it often was okay. more of a horror. I'm just like, I'm annoyed by this. Like
0: uh, just okay. enemies with
1: armor. And I'm like, oh, you put me in a tight corridor. I know the enemy's weak points on their back. I know what you want me to do. Right. Um, but still, it's still fine. I Again, there were some boss fights towards the end. I didn't like there's a very, there's a very particular section, but I was, it was at first very cathartic to be doing, but then you had to do things in that section where I was like, I now hate this. Thank you. Great. Excellent. Brilliant.
0: Right. I'd heard about that part from Ben and then I heard the flip side of that from you and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like,
1: I mean, and I don't think it's a surprise to anyone who's sort of following, who follows Resident Evil games these days. Like, I mean, heck in, in seven, it was DLC, but it was there. The Not a Hero DLC, and instead this time mm-hmm. it's just sort of packed yep. into the game, and it it just happened at a very interesting point, which was, and that's why I think it was initially so enjoyable because a very specific plot moment happens, and then it, it changes gears, and you you take control of another character, and you're like, oh, this now now it's time for a power trip, but the power trip yep. goes away very quickly, unfortunately. <laughs> when you realize, right, Well, oh, time for waves of enemies, and you're like, ah,
0: oh, okay, okay, yeah, all right,
1: yeah. I mean, they're like, hey, mark mark go. this target. I'm like okay but i need to hold down a button to mark the target with a laser and if i get hit by an enemy it knocks me out of it and there's also a million enemies and it's just yeah it's just annoying mm-hmm. but um yeah overall like again i'm very happy with resident evil village it's it's just fun to see a big budget sort of action horror like adventure like this and I've seen a lot, I, I, I sometimes wondered, like, especially, like, Michael Huber especially is guilty of this, from an Easy Eyes podcast, and he talks about, like, you know, Resident Evil games being, sort of, being cozy, and yeah. I never quite got it, but after playing Village, I'm like, no, this this was, like, cozy, action, horror, you know, good times, like, <laughs> it was like, right. I was scared at the start, and then I was a, a tank, and I had a million bullets, yep. and... Mm-hmm. Did some fun boss fights. The environments are gorgeous. The detail is is insane. Like this game running on PS Five was just ridiculous. It was gorgeous. Yeah. But RE Engine is nuts. Yeah. And the fact that this RE Engine runs on Switch as well also nuts.
0: (laughs) It runs flawlessly, pretty much on Switch. Monster Hunter Hunter Rise is fucking just. I don't know what gypsy magic or whatever they're doing over there to make that thing happen is ridiculous. Um. How do you feel about the future of Resident Evil after finishing it? Like, how do you feel? Do, do you think that there's... Because like, I've heard some people say that there are a lot of questions and there, ideas about where things are going to go. It's,
1: first and foremost, I, I will probably go into spoilers a bit here, but first, before I, okay. before I get into spoilers, I think the thing my first thought after Village was just like, huh, I have a lot of questions for what the uh, Resident Evil 4 remake is going to play like. Like I'm very, very curious oh. after finishing Village. Because the big thing with the two and three remakes was, you know, those games were old and they they wouldn't they're now modernized. But even like because before Village came out, I did dabble in four a bit. Cause I picked up the trilogy pack. Because hey, four's great, five's okay. Four's great. Six is god awful, but it was it was there. It was in the pack and now I have yep. it. And now I'm trying to convince our friend Ben, like, hey man. I'd, I've never finished, I've only finished Leon's campaign. And when he foolishly revealed to me, he's like, yeah, I never, I never played six. I never finished six. I'm like, but Ben, you're the Resident Evil uh, fan. I'm he
0: sorry. is the Resident Evil and guy. And now he's being yeah.
1: publicly called out in the podcast. So he's going to have to do oh, it eventually. He has been held accountable. Yeah, man. And I was just like, well, if you ever, if you ever pick up six, like, cause I still remember I originally played six with our other friend, and occasional guest, uh, Brendan Hill. It was like, late night saturday i think maybe after even the grand final and it was just that game is game is a mess The game is a mess and it's <laughs> frankly it's a miracle that seven saved the series and brought us back to a good place with resident evil because after six i was just like we're done here yeah it right. up. like we're finished <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah i will again we'll include we'll include um time codes in the notes but now i'm going to get a bit spoilery with that question because there is a lot of interesting stuff to unpack at the end of this game. Um okay. like, so Ethan Winters is dead. He's dead now. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean. That's what I that's what dead, I've been told. No? Dead, dead, like, with a, huh. dead with a question mark, because maybe he's not dead. I don't know, man. It's Okay. So to wrap up the, the end of the story very quickly, as you're making your escape, after Ethan's destroyed Mother Miranda after spending so many bullets, my God, she had so much health. It went four ever right. uh, after you kill kill her and you get rose back and you're fleeing chris redfield comes to you know help you escape um he reveals like chris is like cool look i've I've laced this thing with explosives once we once we detonate this thing it's gonna go up in smoke uh Ethan stays behind because he, he's fucked like it's it previously revealed that Ethan is in fact a mold man which <laughs> it makes sense it make it makes a lot of stuff that happens in seven and eight makes sense but it also, for some reason, bummed me out to a weird degree, because you're like, oh, right, man in seven, he just straight up died. Like when when Jack yeah. Baker got him, he died. <laughs> Ethan's dead. That's it. So, yeah, when he hits him with the shovel, that's him, it. it's Like
0: yeah, that's it. That's, Ethan's, that's Ethan's like-
1: gone, and now he's just a mold man that has access to his memories. Jesus, that's that's, that's- grim, is what that is.
0: It's like what what one and two thirds of a game that yeah. you bit of, of of games that you've been playing as a dead person. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. but hey,
1: suit his personality, badum tish. Uh, oh shit Ethan sucks yeah. man as far as protagonists go like he's like he's low on the list right um, but yeah so even's dead he he stays back to blow up the bomb to destroy the mold or whatever Chris leaves with Rose which then gives us to a a, a post credit so there's a post credit sequence with a an aged Rose it looks like she's aged like you know 15-ish years but as people keep pointing out it's very possible she's aging quicker so it probably hasn't been that many years uh, right. Evelyn, like, aged quicker. And I think even people have pointed out on the flasks it mentions, like, accelerated aging as a is a thing. So, again, it's an interesting question mark, but we're left with in the post-credit about how much time has passed. But, yeah, she gets picked up by some secret uh, secret service-looking dude who jokingly refers to her as Evelyn, which she does not does not take very oh, well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that um, not going there well. And then they get in the car and drive away. And then it's a, it holds on the shop for so long, but it's got to be important. Like, as they're driving down the road, uh, you can see a figure in the distance walking down the road, and it looks like the car stops, and then the game ends. And I'm like, well, who is that? And now, again, huh. you can take them for all you want. It, modders have obviously gotten their filthy grubs on this. Right, okay. yeah. maybe Capcom has done this to sort of um, to mess with them, to be like, hey, if you go digging, you get nothing. The people are basically, it seems like the character model in the very distant, distant distance with the car is even Winters. But again, that could be Capcom just being like, no, just a placeholder. So who yeah. knows? We
0: don't know for sure like right they, now. They, they know that people were going to actually do that. So yeah, it's like, because of well, course well, they are.
1: It? It's on PC. Like people, people modded in a fly spotter instead of a knife, so you would sort of smack I... Lady D instead of stab her. Fuck
0: that! I watched that video and that made me laugh. It's funny so much. It's
1: really fu- especially because it is she, very funny. If you're in that segment and if you do something like that, just the look she gives you when she turns around because she's just like, "What the fuck was that?" It's just so much funnier <laughs> when it's a fly swat. It's just hilarious.
0: Um, it's so good, uh, but yes, I was going br- to bring that up, and the other thing I was going to bring good. up was yeah, watching the clip of, um, well, the two clips of like Ethan getting his hand chopped off. Oh my god! And then. And then also having it reattached again with some cleaning solution or like some... um Because he's a mold uh, man. Like, he's a mold man. Exactly. But now that I know that, I was like, okay, that's actually pretty it's exa- funny. Because
1: like, I know he he loses limbs in seven. And like, even, right. even when it happens, you're like, this is weird, but sure, why not?
0: And now, it's a video game. And you're like, this feels very video game. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: what happens in this as well, you're like, okay. But yeah, you get to the end and you find out it's mold. I'm like, that actually... Okay, that makes sense of a lot of things that happened. Like, I'm gonna... Okay, fair enough but uh um, yeah so yeah anyway so that's how that ends okay the other so there's another interesting nugget that chris redfield and his crew reveal like we we don't know much about his group of friends though i think the wolfhound squad is their name which is such a cool name for a squad jesus christ chris all right <laughs> that's like that's like bordering on like kojima levels it's, of, yeah it's nuts of um, like squad name yeah but they find out that the bsaa sent in a bioweapon soldier to sort of deal with this situation for those not well versed in the bsaa that's an organization that exists as of five i think that chris redfield used to be aligned with but has since stepped down from and so that's setting up potentially like we might be heading towards another another six where it's just like the next game is going to be packed full of characters again to which I've seen plenty right. of funny jokes of people and like, "It's fine, just take take the Resident Evil Six logo, you flip that six up, dice up, down and you got Resident Evil Nine, done, <laughs> done.
0: Yep, that's it." And they've 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 enjoyed fucking around with the logos and entitling of of the games in the last couple of them. <laughs> so like, like the fact that it was like Resident Evil Seven Biohazard or like Biohazard Seven Resident Evil. But like... still
1: that may be the best name for a video game. Yeah, and it yeah. may even be the best reveal trailer for a video game. That moment is unmatched
0: at this point yeah it's very great it's so good like yeah. like
1: village does it but it feels like it's reaching a bit i'm like because it's specifically because it's just called resident evil village and then they're like eight i'm like okay this There's is
0: eight in this, there this weird, it's but part right. of
1: the, yeah it's like really
0: okay right. you you're stretching it here not a as good bit, as, yeah.
1: as, as as biohazard but all right i'll, I'll pay it to you um uh,
0: yeah very cool
1: yeah the future is Interesting. Like I said, like next up it looks like is the is the four remake according to the rumors.
0: But because there's the there's the four um the Oculus four VR one. Yeah, the
1: VR one's coming out, and that's sort of Mm. apparently they're putting a lot of effort into that. Like it seems like a lot of extra work's gone into making that game playable in VR, which is very cool.
0: Which which means it's gonna be in first person. Which means do you think maybe so the, the four remake is gonna be in first person then? That's
1: what I'm wondering, because again, mm. like I said, like two and three were modernized into the over the shoulder, but Resi e is already that. So I do wonder mm-hmm. maybe this will go first person. There's a lot of notes it, in Village which is like I get it's just so Resident Evil 4, like for so much of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, everything that I've seen from it, it's like... The opening especially, I've seen, like, you
1: go into the village yeah. and you get attacked by a million lichens, and you're like... Just like when you go into a village for the first time and they just throw the ganados at you, like the, yep. the village, and are like, what do I do? And you're sort of running around, you're barricading doors, you're shooting them where you can. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. essentially timed, and I think it's the same in village. But, like, for that initial burst, you're like, I am overwhelmed, and I'm attacked from all sides, and, yeah, it, it really does nail that atmosphere. Um... Yeah, so I'm very curious to what to what four remake looks like or what happens with it. I just, it's it's just good to be in a position where I can be excited for more Resident Evil. Like, yeah, there was a time when that wasn't possible. Like, just after six was a dark time,
0: <laughs> and like it's it, it's interesting now that we've got like not necessarily even just a protagonist, but we have a character in the world that just can't really die yeah because rosemary it?
1: and she even when she is jokingly referred to as evelyn by this like this bodyguard she's she threatens the guy she's like i can do things that chris Riffle doesn't even know i can do i'm like what the hell does that mean are we whoa are we playing as you next game because that's gonna be interesting like again too early, be cool too early to tell but the game oh, makes sure. a very specific point after the credits of being like the father's story is over so right if okay. the story is done if he's alive or dead his story is done so resident Evil 9 is going to be very interesting i'm excited and again it's just i i have faith that capcom at least will make an interesting video game and yeah it just helps as well that capcom's just been on a roll for last like three or four years
0: oh yeah taking and just taking big swings at stuff like fucking yeah the 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 shift from you know to to first person for for Makes sense for a horror game, but also it's like a lot of people would have been like, oh, well, you know, this is not what it's like, you know, fixed camera is the way to go, or even like over the shoulder is the way to go. And it's it's a big swing that made sense and paid off. And like, regardless um,
1: of what parts of it were inspired by PT and the, the it's always going to be heartbreaking that I never got Silent Hills, but right. the idea of a first person Silent Hill, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. But then Kojima right. just totally sold me on, and I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. And then it never happened. But then we got first-person Resident Evil, and again, at the same time, I was like, I don't know, are you, just, are you guys just sort of, are you just going for the PT angle because that blew up? But again, as soon as I finished 7, it was just like, no, that was a very Resident Evil experience, and Village is the same. Definitely a later, like a later one, like four to six right. side of Resident Evil experience, but still very much in the in the um, core of that series and that's what matters and yeah again to to take that to take that gameplay and have it feel good like i bring back bringing back the attack the case from four that you sort of get to play like inventory tetris with was great yeah and i love that shit the visuals again the visuals were so good and the audio design like man there especially in a castle specifically in the castle there are points where you're just standing there and you can just hear them walking around you can hear doors opening and closing so many times I heard a door open, and I I literally froze in the spot. I'm like, "Was that this room? Did you come into my room?" It's, like, and you look up, and you're like watching the door you came through, and you're like, "Okay, I'm clear." Oh, okay, we're clear.
0: It's yeah. I Ben was telling me as well because he's got the 3D audio. Yeah, I really want to try it with those on. He said that he said the dollhouse in particular was nightmarish, and I'm like, man, it's a, "You could not fucking pay me any amount." Actually, that's not true. I'd probably do it for some money. But i probably have to have like two weeks off of anything afterwards, <laughs> just to, in a coma because I've passed out. Um, but yeah, he was telling me about it. He's like, he's like it was fucked up. And I'm like, no.
1: the, the, the thing that
0: follows you down there
1: is just awful. And the sounds it makes no. is also just awful. Oh, boy. But again, like at least Amnesia had prepared me for this. I knew I knew what to run and hide, I knew what to do. Um, it, yep. it actually speaking of the dollhouse if there's one thing i would to criticize this game for it's not a massive criticism uh because in a way it's still better than what we've had in like two and three remakes and six is the puzzles like we're getting closer to having proper puzzles back in the resident Evil games we're not quite there yet but they yeah. definitely for the most part were a bit of a letdown not really too interesting right and i specifically because of a the dollhouse there's some puzzle in there in there where it's just like Hey, arrange these these photos in order, like to match what these things describe. it As I'm like, this is very easy.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that maybe because seven was like a not really, almost like a soft reboot for for the franchise in a way after you know what it, whatever six was. What um, six was, man? No one knows. I'm sure yeah. Capcom doesn't know. Yeah, that, that's why they were like, Nah, nah. We're starting. Nah. We're we'll starting new character, new, new protagonist. <laughs> New protagonists, we've still got some of the people you love here. It's fine. Weird looking but, Chris Redfield. <laughs> yeah, like fucking roided out Chris Redfield. Um, no, he, but
1: he, he wasn't roided out in 7 Remember, He looked completely different. Oh, that's right. Which no, led to everyone yeah. going, is this Chris Redfield?
0: That's and now right. he looks different yeah.
1: again. And he's like, what? What does Chris look like? What is... I have to say, again, this is a slight spoil, but not a massive one. The part in the game that got me the most is in the boss fight with Heisenberg. When he refers to Chris as a boulder punching asshole, I'm like, did you play six man? <laughs> did you play five when he punched that boulder?
0: Yeah, he, that was stupid, wasn't it?
1: Heisenberg clearly That's... keeping up with a Resident Evil lore, and I respect it. Yeah, he know he knows what Chris is all about. Yeah, he
0: That's fucking
1: hilarious. It was so good, like, I watched you play that. I lost my mind when he when he. That's very funny. When he called him out for boulder punching, I'm like, this this feels like. A joke.
0: This feels like a line that shouldn't be here, but God, it's good. Yeah, it's 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 like borderline, but almost definitely, most certainly, fan service. Oh, like, yeah, it's like look,
1: yeah, if you know, you know.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, cool. I can't remember what we were talking about again. Now I'm
1: trying to think of like other things. To I, a few things I want to praise the game on. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about its length, and. I think my playthrough is about 10 hours once I hit credits, mm-hmm. which I don't mind. Like, that's, you know, I think for a horror game, that's a good length. Like, I've seen people talking about well, how Resi 4 was like 16 hours. I'm like, fuck, it didn't feel like it.
0: Yeah. And also, you were saying before when we were talking about Alien Isolation, you were like, that was 15 yeah, hours, and you were yeah. like, that felt way too long. It was um, way too long.
1: This one felt like it was just as long as it needed to be, and I can see how you would very, how, because I mean, I, I know that 7's got a speedrun trophy and so does eight where it's like beat the game in three hours and i remember seeing that initially i'm like how how but after playing the game i can see very clearly how you would do it it's just a matter Mm -hmm. of you know doing it um but i I think the game was just long enough and what else oh i have to also praise this feels like a weird thing to praise but once you finish it you get your credits for unlocking all these cool bonus stuff like you know like um, unlimited ammo for weapons mercenaries mode and all that yeah and they this game is packed full of concept art. Like you can unlock all this concept art. Oh, cool. And it's actually really interesting to flick through it because there's a lot of very cool notes and um like commentary and stuff on each of the pieces. It's very, very interesting. And if you like village, like absolutely flick through those and give them a read. Cause you learn That's about cool. a lot of stuff that was gonna be in the game. Right. Yeah. Um oh. very cool. But um cool, cool. Yeah, apart from that, man, just very happy with Resident Evil Village i'm glad because uh, i was like honestly when i saw some of those reviews i was a bit worried but um mm. yeah no good good time sure it started strong and sort of got weak towards the end but at no point was i bored i uh, it's definitely like a carousel of horror where you go into an area right. get some spooks you come back to the village and you go to another area you get some more spooks you come back and do it again um yeah just a fun time
0: Well, now that we've got our uh, dose of heebie-jeebies out of the way for this week's episode, uh, I think it's time we move into everyone's favorite news segment, Dope Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope is, of course, as I mentioned before, our news segment of the show, where uh, we bring new stories to the table and we collectively, collectively decide whether it is dope and we talk about it in great detail or nope uh, and we move on, forget about it. The story doesn't exist anymore and we erase it from our memories with that little thing from the neuralizer from Men in oh, Black. Men and
1: Black, wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't know what, no idea where that popped into my brain. Wow, okay. Yeah, no me idea. Either.
1: But hey, it happened and it's fine. No Let's idea. Move on.
0: Okay. But that's what happens. That actually is what happens. Um, uh, cool. Uh, as we were just talking about before we started recording, um, yeah, I've been relaxed with like keeping my eye on the news, the games news industry, um, just because. I mean, anytime I, I did dip in, it's just been lots of stuff that has been a bit of a bummer. But um, and I'm not discrediting any of that whatsoever, or, or like downplaying it or anything. There is some important stuff going on out there uh that is important and should be happening um in a way and also yeah anyway it's a whole
1: thing it's like yeah we we, to discuss it we have to wait into things that we're not prepared to talk about without the proper research but yeah we're not equipped it's it's just really it's just a mess like my my twitter feed has been a dumpster fire for like the the better part of a week unfortunately yeah
0: Um, Yeah. but i believe karen you've been keeping your ear to the ground I mean, Ever so diligently,
1: as best I can, and yep, I've got an assortment of things. I don't know how much of it will, will be of interest, but there's some fun mm. stuff in here to talk about. Okay, um, so what we'll start up at the top, you know, with something that we, we touched on, I think, last month in, our, in one of our episodes, uh, Disco Elysium, no longer in the sin bin, Joel, no longer banned.
0: Yeah, that's a dope, that's like, a dope, that's, a, that's a, dope. a big old win. Oh, it's,
1: yeah. It's, so, yeah. Disco Elysium, of course, was banned by the Australian Classification Board recently, to which everyone was just like, "What?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: What? Yep. What? Yeah." But either way, like it's been, it's now been appealed. Again, this isn't mm-hmm. a super massive story. This is more so just to talk about the fact that it's it is coming out, and in, in fact, it's coming out at the time of recording on uh, Wednesday night. It's, it's coming out Thursday. So when this episode mm-hmm. is out, you'll be able to buy Disco Elysium. And can I just say? I absolutely recommend that you buy Disco Elysium.
0: <laughs> right. Yep.
1: If you want to play One a really day. cool sort of like computer RPG that sort of really, really lets you sink into that role playing,
0: um, right? And
1: yeah, this game is like a masterclass. Some of the best writing in a video game by far.
0: <laughs> That's all I hear about this game. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, hey. Yeah.
1: on so my wish list. I'm waiting for that. I'm, I'm waiting to see how much it's going to cost. I don't think I'll buy it this week, purely because I'm swamped. I'm playing some Mordeca, yep. I'm playing Mass Effect, which I didn't even talk about this week. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm busy. But um, I will probably pick it up in a couple of weeks and then play it probably a couple of weeks after that at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. Disco Elysium, yeah. baby. Goodness. And, and like nice to see that our like classifications board actually fucking doing a good job for once in their life. Um, I mean, it could have been a lot... <laughs> It could have circumnavigated this like and like completely negated the, the reasoning for behind all this by just sort of, you know, giving it an R18 classification in the first place, but. Yeah, it's you know, true. Um, we it, got again, there eventually. It's,
1: it's, all, it, it's, it's always going to come down about drug use, right? Yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah. I don't like
1: it. But uh, no. hey, been reviewed, been R18 plus and all good. It, the reason it's funny to me is this entire time Steam's like, eh, yeah. We're not going to stop selling it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's still here. Yeah, I'll never forget fine. the story
1: as well when the classification board's just like, we we, just, we can't do anything about it. I'm like, what do you mean you can't do
0: anything about it? Like, do you have
1: that little power? <laughs>
0: wow. wow. Why are we putting so much faith in you in the first place yeah, then? To, to control like...
1: what gets classified. If You could be like, Steam, we didn't classify that. Can you stop selling it? Come on. come on, come on! I'll be best friend. Oh, you're mean. I mean you're fine. mean. Fine, it's R eighteen plus. Jeez, you happy there? Happy? Gone.
0: <laughs> uh, it's and everyone like like breathe a collective. Well, yes. Yeah. Like,
1: but like, why do we put make an R eighteen like classification if we're not going to use it?
0: Yeah. Jesus, we're so just going to still say nah, nah, nah not for right. us, mate. Too much. Too not for much. Eh? Us. All right. Needs yeah, needs more needs more religious beliefs in it. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, oh boy. good news, um, good news.
1: Next up, this again, this one's light on the content, but potentially an interesting discussion.
0: Is okay. uh, Sony
1: is working on twenty five games for PS five?
0: This one I actually did see. Uh, and I think it's dope, because I think it's the dope. conversation around it could be exactly. very interesting as dope, well. Dope yeah. is
1: where I'm at as well. So yeah. the part I specifically left out of the headline there is the fact that apparently half of them are new IP as well. Yes. Which is very exciting. But it's also just impossible to speculate on what new IP could come from these guys. Like, it's just nuts. It, yeah. But this, this came from a interview with, um I think it was Wired? I think it was Wired. Uh, Sort of, and it almost feels like a a counter to the narrative, like, man, it must have been a month or so ago now, when all the stuff came out about Days Gone, and like, yeah, jokes about Last of Us just remaking that in a couple of years because that's just what they do. And, I mean, genuine concern, like, I I like the majority of the PlayStation Studios output, but it's hard to not have noted that a lot of them have been third-person, narrative-heavy some to, like, especially in the case of God of War and Last of Us, less so in like Horizon, like, and Ghosts, but like you know, camera or pulling close, yep. CL yeah, Spider Man, yep. so like, yeah, I I don't think it's unfair to have been not maybe not concerned, but like looking at the variety of their output, but uh, I think that's almost it's almost certainly what this interview is coming out to sort of counteract to be like, no, no, look, we yeah. get, look, we're working on twenty five new games, half of the new IPs, which means the other half are.
0: I guess sequels, reboots, and sequels um, and reboots. Yeah, all right. So here's the thing: like, like it. Apart from the obvious, well, things, the, one, the ones from, we, from we the-,
1: the ones we know, right? Ratchet and Clank: Rift Apart, Horizon Forbidden West, Grand Turismo Seven, God of War: Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and come on, Spider-Man Two. <laughs> Which, again, I know that it's are now exploring double duties, but they're insane.
0: But, I mean, it, clearly they were pulling double duties when they made Miles Morales as well, in a way. Yeah, like, they must have had a couple of teams so. working on different things. Yeah. yeah I, it's, yeah. Um, so, what uh, what 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 would you like to see from, like, you know, whether it be, a, like, a forgotten title, getting a re- remake or a reboot or something like that from, from like, PlayStation's back catalogue?
1: It's funny because... There was a time a few years ago when I... Because, I mean, there's, there's definitely a certain amount of reverence with Nintendo's IPs, right? Where you're like, oh, they've got so many classic IPs that they can just bring back and like remake and re-release and celebrate and all that. And there was a time of ignorance for me several, several years ago. I was like, PlayStation doesn't have that. But as the years have gone on, they clearly do. They definitely mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Uh, it's not even that old. And they technically own the IP, even though they made it in conjunction with someone, but it feels like it won't happen because of what happened to the Japan studio. Bloodborne, please. Bloodborne remake, Bloodborne sequel. I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir. I know everyone wants more Bloodborne, but more Bloodborne? We can have more Bloodborne? Bloodborne.
0: Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Fucking yes, please. Um,
1: But apart from that, like the other two big ones, if I... Again, these aren't necessarily sony ips but if they were maybe being made by sony studios like okay. that the rumor that blue point's doing a metal gear solid remake
0: oh yeah um, please metal oh, gear boy. solid is a classic Mm-hmm. i am begging begging, for begging in this day and age where like remake means a whole other kettle of fish when it comes to um yeah, what that would mean normally like it used to be like oh cool it's just the same game but like it looks prettier um but now we have that distinction between like remaster and remake with things like
1: with reimaginings man
0: exactly like you know seven remake is like the the fucking the crowning hope, achievement of that
1: i hope everyone who listens to the show is ready for me to talk about integrate in approximately three weeks get ready uh,
0: i i i am but i'm i want to play it but i can't play it Cause That's I don't so have sad. PS5. Yeah. Six month
1: exclusivity for whatever reason.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, I would, and that, this is the first instance I think where it's like, oh, okay. It's right, so like, unnecessary. It makes me mad. Yeah. Like ratchet and clank. I would like to play cause I've, I'm hearing amazing things about it, but I'm not like, oh man, I really want to play that day one, but I can't cause I don't have a PlayStation five. Whereas like, fucking 7 Remake was the thing that got me into yeah. that story. And now I'm like, well, now I want more of it. But yeah, I, I want to play that Yuffie DLC. It. And they're like, no, PS5
1: only. You're like, why? Because
0: we paid like, for it. I, I'm like, I want to I want to play, like, some Yuffie stuff. I, I, I want to see if they give any justification as to why she fucking stole my material when I played 7 originally.
1: I want to I play that Fort Condor minigame, like the board game
0: Fort Condor. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, yeah. Um... But yeah, all like I think yeah in this day and age when 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 remake means something completely different now, I think man, Bluepoint making a Metal Gear game, poor boy. It's the truth. Yes, please. truth, please. Like, and like the thing is, like I wouldn't even mind if they
1: demon souls it up right. Like, if it was just like they took Metal Gear Solid and made it this pretty much the same but gorgeous. Because here's the thing, we already have a really weird Metal Gear Solid One remake in Twin Snakes that yeah um, it's, it divides you know I look I like Twin Snakes I, like I still Twin think Snakes. Metal Gear Solid 1 is a better way to experience that game but Twin Snakes is definitely wild that's for
0: sure it's, <laughs> it's funny because Twin Snakes is the way that I did experience that game like that's <laughs> that's how I played it I played Twin Snakes and I fucking like I, loved it, like I, played, it was great. I
1: played Twin Snakes of the two first because honestly my introduction I think was two Metal Gear Solid 2 um,
0: yeah, I still think but, Twin uh, Snakes was my actual introduction to the franchise. I played
1: Twin Snakes, but then I I, I remember buying a PS One copy of Metal with Solid, which I've since lost, which bums me out. Oh. I wish I knew what that was. Ugh. So um, I have to buy a copy on a PS Three to play. But uh then I played that version, and I was like, this game is still really good. Like you have to make yeah. some concessions, and you have to sort of get into. You have to play it for a few hours to sort of sink in. But uh it still holds up really well, and. That story, those cutscenes, scenes, that voice acting on a PS1, good Lord, Kojima, you're insane. You're nuts. Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> what were
1: you thinking, you madman?
0: Uh, I would like to see, and I don't necessarily particularly want, to care if David Jaffe is involved or not, um, but fucking give, I know, I know they did on the PS3, <laughs> they gave another spin, but fuck it, give it another go. Do, do fucking Twisted Metal again. Isn't it meant to be a movie or something or a TV show? Yeah, or? there's a, there's something coming. And I'll probably watch that. Cause like I i have no real connection to Twisted Metal the Twisted Metal franchise. I just like the idea of Twisted Metal. Um and I like the for what I play because like, I played through the whole of that remake. Yeah. Um or that, that reboot or whatever it was. Um and I like the idea of like the like the tournament that they're all racing in it's like they're all playing for something that they really want but then they get it and it's not exactly it's that whole like the genie wish thing where it's like no here's it's what you wanted but it's there's a little bit of a twisty you didn't specify this part um and i quite like like that little like flipping things on its head at the end as cheesy as it is <laughs> um and also like fucking just vehicle combat games come on yeah Come on! Um, there needs to be more of them. Like
1: I, I, I frequently think about how much I miss Vigilante Eight, like mm-hmm. so yeah. badly, so yep.
0: badly. It's yeah. It it's. Uh, I feel like we're at the point now where I'm like. Ah have the technology you could make it good like you could make it nice and fast paced and, oh, and you can just play destruction all-stars on the ps5 well i guess yeah no, it's, um I, but yeah, it's also not,
1: like, our very good friend broad has informed me it's not worth even installing so
0: i was gonna say you could hear him talk about it didn't he bring it up on the yeah, episode he or he yeah, talked about how he right, played yeah. It and then deleted it yep straight away um the other one as well which is also racing flavored would be um Motorstorm. Oh, Can you imagine God. a PS5 MotorStorm, Storm. Kieran?
1: You've reminded me of the answer I actually have.
0: Oh, okay. It's,
1: it's Wipeout. <laughs> oh! Sh- because you okay, know what? Yeah.
0: Nintendo is making F-Zero again, so... No, exactly. Yeah, that's the closest thing you've got. Give me got. a Wipeout. Yeah, man. Like, oh, you know what? Do a Wipeout and do it, because they, they've already done it in VR, but like have that as a, um, like a launch title f- that's playable in PlayStation VR 2 sure
1: like i I don't think i'll get that but i'll get i'll get a new wipeout game
0: <laughs> yeah i i know but like that that would be a good way it would to be very cool yeah absolutely because playing like the the bit of wipeout that i played in vr is fucking wild <laughs> like that shit is batshit crazy
1: i just miss i miss wipeout and i miss f0 like at least i've got the omega whatever collection to play on ps4 and
0: 5 yeah. but i just want a new wipeout man just give it to me give me but- but yeah, also too like MotorStorm, like yeah, MotorStorm would be great. The MotorStorm games are so much fun, and it, like you could even incorporate into that, into it like that more, almost like what Split Second did. If you remember what Split Second <laughs> Split is, Second, jeez, um, fucking underrated, underrated racing games. Split Second and Blue, which they like, came out very close to each other, very underrated games. And I remember, crazy. Blue was just they like did.
1: essentially race car, like racing car Mario Kart. <laughs>
0: It, it it was mario kart but with actual licensed real cars, yeah, it, was cars. it was fucking cool like it was awesome fun um yeah, it was need for speed mario kart and fucking do that but like, if that's what the next need for speed game is i mean day I, 1 let's I go i remember
1: you rented it and we played it one night and it was like oh no i, I didn't had rent no it i no idea
0: what was happening i bought that shit but i, I feel, fucking i'm not sure
1: if you bought it when we played it I'm okay not sure maybe if you i did but i know i played it with you and was like this game is very cool and yep. i mean we never heard from blur again
0: no no nope. Um, I think that studio's dead as well, but, um, probably. but yeah, if you incorporate the stuff from like, um, from split second, which like the whole idea of that was that there were, instead of having power-ups, there were stuff in the level that if you raced well enough, you could trigger events that would like change, would maybe open up a shortcut or would, you know, drop a fucking plane out of the sky into the, the, the track. So it would like fuck up all the cars racing behind you put that kind of shit in like a motor storm game like where you're just like racing through jungles and stuff and like you knock out a tree branch and then like a fucking avalanche of boulders comes down like that'd be awesome speaking about shortcuts man shout out to the best in the biz beetle adventure racing beetle adventure I knew you were gonna say that 100% beetle adventure racing Nintendo get on it get on that shit
1: (laughs) put it on the uh, just re-release it man I'll I'll buy beetle adventure racing why not I look at my 64
0: copy all the time Seriously, if they put that out it's just like a, you know, here it's twenty bucks it's fucking bill that we've we've done nothing to it. Like He's we've Beale touched Venture up a little he... bit. It runs in widescreen and it's like it's put it's outputting at it like I don't know, four eighty p. Like they don't even have to put that much work into it. It's <laughs> just fine. like the
1: ROM. Just the ROM.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's like, you know. guys,
1: I'm like I'll buy it. I'll buy Bill Adventure Racing. Don't think I won't yep. do it. Fucking, yeah, I'm down for that shit. What was, what was the other one? Was it HSV or was it something yeah, else it was, like that? Was HSV, yeah, there was no, HSV. There was a HSV one. Yeah, nah, nah, fuck that shit. Beetle like, only, please.
0: <laughs> fuck yeah, give me those Volkswagen Beetles. Let's go. But yeah, it's um, I mean
1: it's fun, right? Because there's so many IP that Sony could bring back. You know, they've
0: got yeah. Ape Escape, they've got Jack and Daxter, Sly Cooper. Jack and Daxter seems to be the one that I think is ripe for... Yeah for a remake and i there think was the there was there are a lot of people about which one?
1: the chatter about them obtaining the sunset overdrive trademark like maybe uh, a second one of
0: those or if i if i can, they give me another sunset overdrive i'll be so happy if they, that if they do that so and also
1: just like re-release the first one on playstation platforms like oh it's possible
0: man i I could, I could play that game again. I could play. I could literally play that game again. It's on Xbox. And I'm pretty sure it's you on could, Game Pass. It's so on I Game Pass. Definitely. I could absolutely do that. But, but what if
1: you could play it on your PlayStation?
0: I probably wouldn't care all that much. If it I was know, a right? new <laughs> one, if it was a new one, then yes, I would care yeah, very much.
1: It. it could happen. What about, is it, what was it? is it the agent they were making or is that from Rockstar Game? Was it, was there's the agency? I don't remember. Like,
0: I, yeah, there was, Agent was the rock star Rockstar one. Rockstar. So maybe means the like agency a, I'm thinking of. The agency, I think, yeah. There's
1: just, yeah, there's a lot of weird, like, what if they bring back Gravity Rush? Like, current. I know. I mean, right? and I that makes me sad of, as, as well because
0: of... I haven't played Gravity Rush 2 yet either. Uh, me I feel either. I, really bad. I feel like
1: I'm partially to blame for what happened yeah. to that game.
0: Yeah, I feel responsible there. Every time I, it's on
1: sale, I'm like,
0: I need to buy it. I just should. I should get that game. Oh, man, I really need to. And I oh man playing that on the Vita as well. And like using all the fucking bullshit mechanics with it. It's like, so
1: funny. I couldn't stand on Vita, but when I played it on PS4, I was like, Oh, I get it now.
0: Nah, see, I, I played the whole thing on Vita and I loved it. I, it was great. But yeah, um, oh man, this, yeah, you're right. There are so many things. There is like people like theorizing because of the whole pocket dimension thing in a uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Like, do we see, like, that, Greg Miller is the, the, the main proprietor I've heard of, of of this, like, he'd like to see this happen. Like, you go to one of the pocket dimensions and it's, Jack and Daxter are there, and that's how they so They're like, cool, well, whoa, hey, where did they go? Um, And they're all, like, looking nice and modern and crisp, and, and, and they're like, we'll see you soon, sort of thing, in a way. A I bit mean, of maybe, a, a like, tip of the hat.
1: we've seen them do nods to other games in Astrobots, so.
0: yeah like that would Speaking be really much, cool another I think.
1: astrobot please
0: yeah oh that's 100% happening right surely please i hope so that's that's 100% happened fuck it i need i own i'm pretty yeah can, you I can I own, play the
1: vr one you can play it
0: that's what i'm saying i own a vr and Wasn't i fucking one of the free games it was and i tagged it it's fine i got that in moss and i'm like i'm gonna play both play of those them. games i want to hear about them next episode joel <laughs> all right i'll see if i can set aside it's hard though i know do, i know i know there's a lot of work involved I know. and then like <laughs> it's so much especially yeah.
1: just to play a game for a couple of hours like the work to set that up and like clear the space and then and you've got to
0: and then you gotta pack it all up and i have to pack it all up because i can't just leave it there no, because no, i have a no, fucking can't. nearly two-year-old son that's running around a place yep. that already likes to play with my playstation controllers and i've given him my old 8-bit though controller that my old yeah, one. I, I remember when I,
1: when I was down there last. He was very attached yeah. to it.
0: He still is. Uh, he's got Joycons now as well.
1: Oh, he's he's moving up in the world.
0: Yeah. So because he was because he he was his mum was playing Pokemon Snap and he wasn't quite. He was happy at first playing with the eight bit though controller, but and then he he's on. like, "That's a different controller that what mummy's using." I, I'm, on, I'm and onto then, you, McDonald. Then <laughs> fucking cracked the shit. that I was like let's see if this is the problem. And I went, cause I've got my old Joy-Cons that yeah. like one of them's Joy-Con drift and I haven't fixed it yet. Um, I was like, I'll get around to it eventually. I bought them out for him and he sat down and he's like, yep, that was, that was the problem. I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. So there's, but there's yeah, kid brains, like-
1: man. There's kid brains <sighs> switched on
0: They're fucking little smart fuckers. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's, there's a lot of work to set up the VR for that. So I have to do it. I'll, I'll have to find a night where I'm like, cool. Like Ash has gone to bed early. Griffin's asleep. I've got a few hours I can justify to pull out this, this uh, this unit, and um, because I do own it now. The person that I I was borrowing it off, I I brought it up with them, and they were like, "You can have it." And I'm like, "I'll give you some money for it." And they're like, "No, you can have." It. I don't know if I, did I tell you that? No, you didn't. You just uh, no, just yeah. got a PSVR. Yeah. So I I I mentioned it because I've just had it like, and I bought wands for it because he didn't come. He didn't have any wands for it, and. Like, I sort of like mention it every now and then. He's like, Oh, you still got my van? I'm like, Yeah. I'm like, anytime you want it back, just say the word and I'll pack it up and bring it back for you. He's like, No, that's no, no, all good. And then the other day, I, I did, like, after, you know, the fourth time, I said to him, I was like, Yeah, if you want it back, let me know. He's like, Mate, you have it. And I was like, You serious? I was like, I'll give you some money for it. And he's like, Honestly, he said, I'd rather it stay with you and get some use. Like, and I'm like, that's really nice. So, yeah, I, I own a PSVR now, which is, I can say that without having to be like, oh, well, I'm borrowing it, but he doesn't really want it back, but I'm not sure. One right. day he might.
1: You know that I mean, as listeners? I can bring down my copy of Resident Evil 7.
0: Fuck. fuckity fuck hell <laughs> n- hell no uh, no that I, like, i'm like i'm not even just like 20 minutes joel i'm not even entertaining the 20 fucking minutes year of that no i'm not even because i've had someone one of my friends who owns vr and loves the resident evil series did that and even he was like fuck that shit right out of here and i'm like nope
1: look no all right i have not played resident evil 7 in vr oh. but yeah the start of that game in vr Get
0: fucked. No, no. <laughs> it would be worse. It would be awful. No. So I'd love to see you play it. No, because you can't. Like, and the hearing fucking Aaron Hansen on Game Grumps play it in VR as well. And he was like, like, normally when something scary is happening on the TV, you can look away. Yeah, you look away. VR. You can't look away. You are in it. No, fuck that noise. Anyway, <laughs> I've taken us well off track here. Um, But yeah, point is I'll play Astrobot and report back to you. As much as I would like to speculate uh, about what PlayStation could be working on, I'm sure we'll find oh, out. It's impossible. Yeah. We'll find out soon. They're
1: we'll too, cool too cool for E3, but having said that, they will have a state of play conveniently close to E3. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely will. Uh, I we're think, too yeah. cool
1: for this, but also, well, you know, it's the week of E3. They'll so do
0: it, it afterwards. They're like, oh, all that stuff's out of the way. Now we'll do our thing. Like, yeah, I
1: mean, that's... maybe. Everyone's going to be too busy playing Ratchet &
0: Clank, so who's going to have time for PlayStation news? I mean yeah, they'll still do it. That they, they, they yeah, like we'll they see. like inadvertently shooting themselves in the foot, but then actually coming through with the goods. So we'll see. So. We'll see. We'll uh, see. So next up we're moving
1: into the Ubisoft corner. This is a small this is a story that has since simmered down. The okay. story was initially like a huge deal, but now it's sort mm-hmm. of backed off a bit. And it's Ubisoft is basically their... Not changing their model of making games, but they are integrating more. Um, what, do they, what do they describe
0: it as? As like big AAA free to play like, it? Like high basically. profile,
1: yeah, like free to play profile. games. profiles. Yeah,
0: that was the words they used, yeah, I think.
1: Like AAA, like expensive ones. Expensive um, free to play.
0: I will say dope to this because. Um, there's there's one means... particular part of
1: this that's very relevant to our interests.
0: <laughs> exactly, yeah, which is the the Division Heartland. So, yes. um, yeah, they're. they're um, Ubisoft announced, among a, a whole bunch of other stuff to do with the division. I think there's, um they, they gave some updates about the movie. It's the movie, isn't it? Yeah. They're making.
1: I don't care about that
0: though. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably watch it. um Don't, don't Joel, don't. <laughs> no, nah, I will. I'll watch it because why not? Someone's in it that I kind of like. Is it Mark Wahlberg? I don't know. Someone's don't know, in don't, it, that I'm like, fuck don't. it, why not? Um, but they announced that they're releasing, they're going to be releasing, or they're working on a um a, a free to play standalone free to play title called The Division Heartland. Heartlands? Is it Heartland
1: or Heartlands? All I know is that twenty minutes of gameplay leaked. Oh, I couldn't. Okay. I think it's. I think it's gone now. I'm sure if I would looked hard enough, it would be be somewhere. But mm. someone on Twitter posted some gameplay, and and then it was on Vimeo. Both of those links were dead. But again, I'm sure if you like. Go through reset. I someone's got gifts. Someone, <laughs> or something will, yeah. along those lines.
0: Um, I'm, I'm interested in that. Like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard because Ubisoft and free to play seems like a deadly concoction. But
1: well, especially when they uh, mention like Call of Duty Mobile is like the reasoning. Like, look how well this is doing. It's
0: like, uh huh, mm-hmm. and yeah, okay. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, if 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 if, if this heartland heartland comes out and it's i play it for a couple of nights and it's fun and then i hit a paywall that i don't really feel like committing to what have i lost like you know i've had a, i've had a bit of fun with a fun game um uh, so i think we we learned from
1: the leak that and it, it, can, it contained a briefing it's got two main modes heartland does it's got a pve co-op mode called expedition and a 45 cool. player pve vp mode called storm
0: okay PvE sounds fine. It's got PvE,
1: which is the main thing I want. Like, I don't really care yep. about
0: PvE but like, yeah, co op, that's good. I like the idea of PvE VP. Yeah, like, me too, I- but I'm
1: always terrible at it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that game that just came out, too, that apparently Ooh. is just way too obtuse. Yeah, the hood, yeah. The Outlaws, um, whatever
1: it is. Yeah, there's the EZL. I did a group stream of it. I'm going to watch it to me- maybe tomorrow after work to see okay. how the game plays. But yeah, it's one of those games. It's like, that sounds really cool. I would be very bad at it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we get very
1: mad.
0: Yeah, and it seems like it's it's very much just like here you go, and it doesn't really explain a whole lot for you. Um, I think Jones was talking about it on one of the podcasts. He he played it and he's like, oh, "Okay." Well, someone was talking about them playing it. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, look, I'm I'm interested in this, I'm, and I'm curious to see what other. I mean, at this point, like Roller Roller Champions hasn't come out yet. Surely that's going to be a free to play game now, right? It looks like it, it looks like I'd benefit from it, right? Yeah, and, and I like, think that would be a way to get people in.
1: Then the undying question, as it was once again delayed into 2022, what the hell is going on with Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones could be free to play. That's very true. Yeah, it's getting yeah. interesting. Um, it's it's funny because yeah, as I said, this story changed because when it initially came out, everyone lost their mind because of the mm-hmm. wording they used. And they were talking about that. Where is it? They were basically, their plan was like, yeah, to to focus more on this high, this AAA free-to-play experience. And people was like, well, what does this mean for Assassin's Creed and and Far Cry mm-hmm. and all these annual games? And, well, not annual anymore, but like, you know, games that yeah. they put out regularly. It's like, it's fine. They clarified. We're still like, that output's not changing. We're just doing that in addition to this, which in a way also made me stress. I'm like, so- Ubisoft, you have so many games. I cannot possibly yeah. play them all you and also
0: too, uh, and also too like uh, why the fuck would they give up on something like assassin's creed like oh, yeah, assassin's creed in particular not. like that's that that's a guaranteed seller every time like yeah it's, like it,
1: it, if anything maybe we'll see less watchdogs
0: but we'll still yeah. see
1: as much assassin's creed as much far cry like those games will still be as frequent don't worry about that <laughs>
0: Man, I forgot we got a new Watch Dogs game last we year, did. and I still have—I still have not even Watch played
1: Dogs it. Watch Dogs Legion.
0: Man, I should find a cheap copy of that. Maybe I'll play that at some point because I do want to play it.
1: I wish it was yeah. on Game Pass. I really do because
0: I know what. Fuck, man! Like that'd be great. I would that I, as soon as that goes to game. If, if that was to go to Game Pass, that that's a day yeah, one download. That'd be there, amazing, but yeah. Um, but,
1: um so yeah, yeah, again, like Ubisoft always, we—they're like, they're so they make so much money. So to see this story was interesting. And I guess once we see more of Heartland, we might be able to make heads or tails of this a bit more, but as, at this point, still doing their output, but focusing on bringing out some more AAA free-to-play experiences.
0: Looking it's- forward to hearing about Just Dance being free. It already is with like the, the li- Just Dance live. Yeah, whatever, I say, the, isn't there the a mobile- live version of that where you buy the songs? So yeah, basically because I tried it out Um because you can just use your phone. Which is a good and, idea. It really you is. You can a use good your idea, phone and, and smart some smart TVs have, like, the app for it. So what you do is you just boot the app up on your TV and then boot it up on your phone. And then you get, like, a certain amount of songs. I think you play, like, two songs a day or, like, after a timer or whatever. Then you can, like, buy songs permanently and all that stuff. And it's frequently updated. It's got the back catalogue of all the other Just Dance games. If you're into Just Dance, it's a pretty cool thing. And it Honestly, worked that, pretty well. That, Seems like
1: the best way to do Just Dance, right? Rather than release mm-hmm. a, a game every year, mm-hmm. including
0: one on the Wii. <laughs> yep. Hey,
1: they've stopped now. They stopped. Someone had to stop. It and it, it, it was about time.
0: I think Wii U was still getting some love.
1: But yeah, I, I think there, was a, there yeah. was a Wii U one. But yeah, the Wii version was not um, on the yep. docket this time. But yeah, yep. always interesting to watch Ubisoft. We'll hear from more from them in June. They were mm-hmm. one of the first people to be like, hey, here's our E3 date and time. See you there. Yes. And I was like, yes. sure, why not? Let's go. <laughs> what do you got?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, we're getting close now.
1: Big question. Like, what is happening with Beyond Good and Evil 2? Will we find out? Don't know. That's that's speculation for another time, but Jesus, it yeah. feels like it's even further in the future. Yeah. Uh, so I've got one more thing to bring to the, to the table. Um, and that is just like a, it's like a, uh, no, it's we're, we're getting along. I won't bring that part. I'll just, you know what? I'll just mention it here. This isn't even a dope or note because it's a nope, but at least it's a dope for setting my expectations. No okay. Hollow Knight, Silk Song at E3 this year. It's just not uh,
0: happening. Yep. There we go. Yeah. It's yep.
1: not happening. Team Cherry's like, we've got no plans, no updates. It's not happening. So sucks because I want that game, but I get it. At least I can know going in that it's not going to happen.
0: right. It'll um, be at Sony's uh, presentation a week later. Nah, man, this isn't, this isn't gonna this, this technically, is going to be a Nintendo. Technically, technically it's not E3 then. Technically. Who fucking knows? Sony could be fucking swinging their dicks around and like give, throwing money at Team Cherry. Who knows? I mean, maybe. I mean, I mean Team Cherry
1: deserves the money, so please. Yeah, Feel free. 100%. Um, so yeah, we're now entering a corner of a game I don't... A game that I always wish I was spending more time playing but cannot feasibly do it. Uh, Over the weekend, we had FanFest for Final Fantasy XIV, where they revealed a bunch of details for Endwalker.
0: Uh, I'm gonna dope this. I have no idea about Final Fantasy XIV. Um, but it, I all I saw was that Twitter was very excited about it, and I was like, nuts. "Cool, yeah." Like,
1: so there's a very cool CG trailer out there. But I again, I haven't. I think I've I finished a Realm Reborn, and I'm in the patch con. I'm, I'm nearing the end of the. Again, I think the way the game plays is totally different now but I was nearly up to Heaven's Ward last I played, which is the second expansion, and there are several more to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, I watched the new CG trailer, and it's, I don't know what's happening, I don't know who his characters are, but it looks cool, and the music is really good. Cool. Uh, Neat. But yeah, so Endwalker is coming out in November, by the looks of it. I thought they said Fall, but a few places seem to saying November 23rd okay 21. so it's like a date that's cool um, it adds a whole bunch of obviously new story content it adds two new classes the first one was already revealed which was the sage which is a healer that sort of has cool little flying objects that it uses that they manipulate to attack and Ooh. this one felt like a personal attack on me because the next one is a dps job uh it's for reaper and it, they attack with a scythe and as someone who was personally targeted when they added a Dragoon into Heaven's Ward, and it's the whole, reason, <laughs> the whole reason I bought Heaven's Ward was to be a cool Dragoon, they go and do this on me, they go and go, hey, what if we added a class that used a, a, a scythe as a weapon? I'm like, well, I want that. I want that.
0: They're just trying to get you, man. They're like, they they're are. trying. They are. They're like, no, we,
1: we need to get Karn. Yeah, we, we got him, we, bre- we nearly got him with Dragoon, but how can we really yeah. get him? And the answer is a, a cool fucking scythe using class scythe. there's yeah. like a, a ghost companion but you can sort of it looks like you sort of fuse with to activate like a to pull a devil trigger of some sort i don't know but i'm hell yeah it looks cool as hell the one thing that will never change about 14 is the, one of the flashiest looking mmos i've seen in my entire life
0: oh, yeah yeah um, i was like watching the trailer of the fucking the the near raid just like oh god, god damn it did you Holy listen to the did
1: you, did you watch the boss fight at the end
0: no, I I saw like just the trailer. It was like a pre-roll. On oh YouTube man, I'll whatever. link
1: you to the video for the boss fight because it plays an amazing, amazing ten out of ten rendition of Weight of a World oh. with the Final Fantasy like prelude, and it's just oh. like this. The music in this game, if nothing else, the music in this game is unfairly good. Like it right. is insane. <laughs> if any, if any, like of the of the, the level of this music's quality is in 16 be careful every other soundtrack that year because 16 soundtrack is going to slay um anyway also adding a, a new playable race which is adding in the male viera and the vieras are the bunny the bunny people if you play 12 oh. you know who i mean like like okay. uh new city to visit old char Charlayan. it looks gorgeous and then we've got a couple of other little bits and pieces that also came up over the weekend. So, first, of, first off, we've got um, Shinji Hashimoto, who you might remember from a few of the press conferences. <laughs> some, some infamously, some not. Uh, he's officially handed over the reins of Final Fantasy brand manager title to Yoshiniro, Yoshinori Katasi, who has predominantly been responsible for a lot of stuff with Seven Remake and Final Fantasy XIV at Realm Reborn. Seems like a good a good call. I I did like Hashimoto,
0: but you know, get some new blood in there, why not? Especially someone who's like proven themselves. It seemed like it was a very emotional um handing over of the It's a big deal. I feel like he's yeah. been doing it for a
1: while. I feel like I've seen his face a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. I saw some 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 screen caps and stuff of people um talking about it. And I was like, Oh. Okay. That's I mean, cool.
1: The other one, again, I this is this is one of the parts of the story that makes me wish I was more into fourteen and in the community because this one was huge. Um, so I, I talked recently. I, I was praising the music of fourteen just before uh, during a concert which they held over the weekend for FanFest, um, the, the composer of Final Fantasy fourteen, Masayoshi Soken, has opened up that he was he was battling battling with cancer. Wow. And he didn't tell a lot of the dev team, like a lot of the team members, because he didn't want them to sort of, sort of worry or get be worried. And like that entire time, and it was doing a lot of the music for um the most recent expansions and the and the patch notes of patch um content and all that. Yeah, just fighting cancer. Wow, fuck, that's nuts. So um, because that's what because I saw heaps of people tweeting like, just being how like tweeting about how happy they were to be in the uh, fourteen community, and right. Like seeing those tweets, I was like, "Jesus Christ, this might be one of the best." Like, just a really tight knit community. That's awesome. Yeah. So um. Yeah, it's really great. It seems like he's turned a corner. He's 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 on the up now. He says well, here's a quote from him. So this is from Soken himself. He said, "I spent six to seven months in hospital till October 2020. I didn't want to stay there doing nothing, so I had a special arrangement with Naoki Yoshida and CEO Yosuke Matsuda to keep working. I had a lot of support from my sound team as well." Um, Chemotherapy was incredibly exhausting, but when I finished To The Edge, which is a song from 14 you've got to listen to, which released with patch 5.3, seeing the player's reactions from all over the world is what gave me strength. Like, this guy, what a champ. What a superstar.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: He ended uh, by thanking 14 fans once more. All of your comments and love resonate in my heart and brought me back. It made me realize games can really heal someone. I will continue to give it my all. To create great games for everyone. Like Fuck yeah. And yeah, there's also like just quotes from um Yoshi P who just like he uh he struggled because he obviously knew that he had he was fighting cancer, but he couldn't tell everyone because again, sokin would have sort of, you know, keep it quiet, sort of to not distract the team, yeah. I think. That's um, yeah. It's just it was a very emotional moment and you can it's yeah, it's so weird to watch it because you're like, these guys care so much like this game Mm -hmm. is massive it is huge it's been around for a good reason for so long like and again you've got to remember it also just to rise from the ashes of what 14 was is just nuts and it makes me wish i had more time to play this game (laughs) i really wish i did
0: it's one of those things too because it's it's an mmo so there's so much there to, to dive into and
1: you know what not only did they add a reaper job to get me they're also adding in servers for Oceania.
0: Yes, so, I like, did it's say gonna, that too. Because
1: like, one of my the big problems I had when I was playing fourteen is sometimes in some of the raids. Because that game is nuts. It is it is nuts. The, the shit they throw at you and the attack circles you've got to dodge and all that is a is a lot. And uh, unfortunately, with the my server servers being so far away, sometimes the lag would the lag would get me killed. And then yeah. I would feel bad because I'm like I'm letting my team down. Oh Jesus, I can't do this. Um, so having servers closer would definitely help with that. Do I have time? Probably not. Maybe I should download it because it runs on PS. There's a PS5 trial, I think. I just, I don't know, man. I want to
0: play. I, mean, it. I really do. <laughs> I mean, like, I've thought about it because, like, you can play up to Heaven's Ward now, can't you? Award-winning Heaven's Ward. <laughs> Award-winning Heaven's Ward. I
1: forget. But... What's? I have to find the actual thing real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because you can play up to that now. I think like as a trial which that's that's like six games in one then you just download for free and play i'm kind of into that so here it is <laughs> the um
1: yeah just like I, I think i can't find the exact name, but it's basically just like you can now play like final fantasy 14 up into up to and including the award-winning heaven's board content it's just like is a, a, a frequent meme i see when it comes to 14 right but um fair enough yeah one day yeah. like i have i own i own up have to heaven's ward oh no i think i actually own the one after that because i got it in the domino's pizza domino's deal. pizza
0: bundle yeah i i remember you guys doing that ago. yep yep so i, I do own. i think that. the one after
1: that i can't dismiss so many of them but yeah one maybe one day like if i God, it feels like an extra day of a week, maybe. Like I don't know. It's it's forever gonna be on my list of games that I wish I could play. It's
0: a time sink, yeah. But um,
1: but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for Dope One Nope.
0: Awesome. Well, I think that's gonna do it for the episode, though, Kyron. So it's time oh, yeah, to take us I home. Oh yeah, it's gonna take us out because the yeah.
1: Outro. Oh, it's your turn now. <laughs> As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode of a Dialogue Options podcast where. You can hear opinions like me lamenting not being able to play 14, and Joel refusing to play scary games in VR. It's just I don't know. We'll get him to do it one Joel, day.
0: Joel being of sound mind and nah. not deciding nah. to do nah, something. Nah, nah,
1: nah, 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 nah. Fuck it, whatever. Alright.
0: <laughs> uh, of course, you, if you want
1: to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we are just dialogue options. And whatever platform you listen to the podcast on, any sort of reviews, thumbs up, stars, shares you can give us is greatly appreciated and definitely helps a lot. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where most recently, apart from retweeting the Disco Elysium good news and a really cool fighting game glossary, which I recommend you check I out. I saw that. That was really cool. Mm. Uh, it's nearly my favorite. one of my two favorite times of the year gdq is coming up it is the schedule is out for summer games on quick 21 and that means it's time to start setting sit down with a highlighter and start picking out all the stuff i'm going to make room for um i haven't even had time to sort of properly digest it yet but again there's going to be some good stuff in here like at at 7 20 p.m australian time mm. on monday july 5th there's going to be a Dogs run Fuck yeah. All beginner contest goals. Like, that's going to be amazing. Let's go. Nintendo speedrun. Let's go. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Sure, why not? You know, your your usual stuff's there. you got your Metroids. you got a bunch of Marios, some Zeldas, all the usual stuff. Castlevanias. It's a Castlevania block, actually, which is always a good time. That's cool. And, of course, it's... Oh, no. So that's a 1040. It starts with Bloodstained at 1013 on... Tuesday night. I could actually check out uh, most of that. Wow, I I usually miss the blocks I like because I know there's usually Metroid blocks, but they're at awful times. Yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, I won't hold us up too much. But Games Done Quick is awesome, and I cannot wait. There is a Super Metroid run on the final day, so hopefully we will get some fun bidding wars for kill or save the animals. Yep. As always, I am team save the animals. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, where can I find you, Joel?
0: Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac. Uh, where? Uh, it's just not a whole lot uh, that I've been tweeting about. I You've been tweeting that...
1: more than me, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like not since we last recorded, because I'm pretty sure the last time we recorded, I brought up about The Adventures though, didn't I? Um, I'm pretty sure I did. So, uh, which is back. I've been listening to the preliminary episodes, which is it's really interesting. I've been using this sort of, um, this game called uh, A Quiet Year, which is all about like map making and stuff as well. And it's basically them just playing through a year and it's going to set up the world and uh, like the map and stuff like that for the actual game they're going to play. It's a cool um, idea. Yeah, it's really neat. I'm like, that's actually like, really cool because then let, you have like Letting the col- players
1: shape the world is dear. Very mm-hmm.
0: neat. Yeah. And so players in the DM, so it's this whole collaboration process, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, it's been really interesting to listen to, which actually there'll be a new episode out this week. Yes. Oh, no, it's Fortnite bollocks anyway uh but what i did post was um i was watching a whole bunch of music videos with my son of like stuff that he's sort of into uh and one of these ones that we we watch frequently popped up and it just reminded me how good the movie was um i tweeted about uh, over the moon which is a, like a netflix um animated film um that was like, in collaboration with like a uh, like a chinese animation company as well um and it's all sort of like based around like chinese culture and things like that as well it's really good um, it's got some absolute banger songs in it. Like there's the one that I, I, I linked to on the, uh, the tweet that I put out, which is ultra luminary is just, it is a banger through and through. Like I absolutely love that song. Um, and it's, it's visually, it's gorgeous. It's got a really lovely story. Um, and yeah, I feel like a lot of people slept on it. So if you've got Netflix, go watch over the moon. That's my, so, my hot tip for the week.
1: So it sounds better than the shameless Aladdin ripoff there. Peddling,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that trail looked okay, but it, yeah, I get it. It's fine. Ah, oh, anyway. To see, new- Disney
1: is how it feels. Is you're getting the uh Via Kimber treatment?
0: <laughs> yeah, true. It's okay. There's a new Pixar movie coming out in like two weeks, so it's fine. It's I'm true. happy.
1: I still haven't. Um, I haven't. Speaking of Netflix movies, I need to watch for Mitchell still. Oh my god. Oh my god, is Karen. It, I just there's so little time. I just. So it's so time. good it's so it. I just played Resident Evil I got Mass Effect I got Subnautica I got oh my Look, god
0: Mitchell's Earth Machines is like nice good vibes you'll have a I good time know. I know Olivia Coleman's in it it's great anyway that's all for I'll, me I'll find time alright then
1: uh, in that case I'll let our wonderful theme song see us out and we will catch you guys next time